I'm about that life. If you want to be about that life, connect with us on social media. Like and follow us on Facebook and Instagram at Live That Life Now, on Twitter at Live That Life 20, and at YouTube That Life. Contact us via inbox, DM, or email at livethatlifenow at gmail.com with feedback or show topic ideas. Every time we look up, we want to see you winning. Live, Live that, that life, life now. Hey, man. Sometimes it takes the bad days to appreciate the good ones. But no matter what, but you just keep winning. Just keep winning. Just keep winning. Winning. Have you ever felt like you couldn't make it? Welcome to That Life Podcast, where we discuss love and relationships, spirituality and faith, career and education, pop culture, and everything in between. We give our take on it all as we navigate the path to living that life. Greetings, greetings, greetings. Welcome to our conversation. Welcome to another That Life Podcast, where we discuss being transformed healed, affirmed, and becoming triumphant so you can live that life now. Yes. <laughs> Today we want to discuss uh, something when it comes to mourning and grief. And so mourning is the outer expression in which we express our grief. Mm. And we all deal with this. We all go through it uh, in some kind of form or fashion. Mourning is the process of how we move towards hope and healing. As we talked about, that life. Mm -hmm. uh, life brings, as you've heard me say, growth and development. So we transform. Mm -hmm. And we have to be healed, even for our loss. We all mourn and grieve differently. And I, I can't stress that enough. That is you know, so true. People be like, well, how long, how long, how long? Or why doesn't your grief look the way my grief looks? Right. Everybody like, is different. You know, because I'm physically breaking down or I'm crying every five seconds and the other person is not. Mm -hmm. Why does your grief look different? No two people grieve exactly the same way, even if they both have and have suffered the same loss. Everyone does it different. I there, even, yes. And the, the loss, even if two people lose their parent, their siblings, and they lose their parent... It's different for everyone. Right. Two, two, two married people that, that separate divorce mm -hmm. and they lose the marriage. It's different. That does not mean that neither one of them are grieving. They just deal with it mm -hmm. differently. During the grieving process, we need to acknowledge and understand and, and do the work through our emotions because it is very emotional. We, we, we feel... Even though you may not see my feelings, you may not see my emotions, we all are dealing with it in some kind of way. Mm -hmm. And we must not underestimate the time mm -hmm. that grieving takes place. That is key. It was two keys. We all deal with it differently. Mm -hmm. And the time length to grieve is different. Is like you different. said before, it's different for everyone. Helen Keller says, what we have once enjoyed, we can never lose. All that we deeply love becomes a part of us. 
So the truth is, no matter what we're mourning, what no matter what we lost, it's still a part. It's a part of us. Even if it's just memories, whether it's a loved one, whether it's a relationship, no mm-hmm. matter what it was, we never let go of the good, the bad, or the different. There, there's still memories that that it's set for us. And I've learned in my own personal life that they are stepping stones. Mm-hmm. They are experiences, whether they were hurtful or not, they have made me a better person today. Once you, as I said earlier, can accept and acknowledge, Mm -hmm. you grow from it. What I like, I guess I never really looked at it like this. I love the definition, the first part of the definition you said, when you said mourning is the outer expression in which we express our grief. Mm -hmm. So we're grieving, and then the mourning is just the outer expression of us really expressing grief. Mm -hmm. And so I don't know if I had ever really thought about it that way, but I like that. And then I liked when you said mourning is the process of how we move towards hope and healing. So basically grieving, because mourning is just the outer expression Mm -hmm. of grief. So grieving helps us move towards hope and healing. Mm -hmm. I also like how you mentioned when you were talking about grief, um, you mentioned not only death, but you mentioned divorce. And so... It's a loss. Yes, because it's a loss. And that's kind of what, how we want to talk about it today because many people associate grief with death. When yes, I mean, that's 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 one, one part of grief, right? But the reality is there's so many different types of grief that don't even involve death. True. You know? And so, yes, it is natural to grieve um, the death of a loved one. And that's definitely usually like the first thing or the most common thing that comes to mind when we think of the word grief. But grief is really just about loss. Mm. And so in a recent episode, we talked about letting go. Mm -hmm. um, and, And we need to. So we, you know, if you haven't listened to the episode, go listen to it. But we also want you to know that even though it's necessary to let go sometimes, and sometimes we know that it's necessary and that we absolutely need to let go, that doesn't make it easy. And it doesn't mean that you're not still grieving the loss of whatever that was that you let go, that relationship, that person, that situation, that job, whatever it is. And so we understand that, that there are a lot of people grieving losses of some sort right now. So right now, I would like uh, our listeners, as they're listening to this, to pause and think about, you know, yes, death, we could see that. If you lost a loved one, uh, you have our condolences, we get that. But what grief are you dealing with that you don't even realize that it's grief? Mm-hmm. That you don't even realize From that some it's... things that you lost. Some things that you've lost. And as you said, as we talked about letting go, some things we've had to let go, mm-hmm. whether it was good, bad, or indifferent for us, but it's still a loss. Mm-hmm. It's still a, it's still some type of grief, some type of mourning. Even when you had to walk away, we have had mm-hmm. friends that we have had to walk away from mm-hmm. or have moved on uh, for whatever reason. Mm-hmm. We had to let that go. That's still good some type of loss. Yeah. Uh, we've had jobs. Yep. Uh, for whatever reason, we've had to let go. Some people, some people are are locked to cars and houses yep. and and material things that they've had to let go, and they feel some kind of way. So, as we're speaking to you today, we really want you to think about those things that have caused some type of mourning, outer expression, or inner grief 
that has caused some kind of feelings and emotions uh, that you just have not been able to explain. Mm -hmm. And, you know, some losses are easy to recognize, like we talked about. Some aren't, you know, and then some may seem superficial to other people. Like if you say, well, right, like for some people may even be ashamed to say or feel some sort of shame about saying, well, I'm grieving losing my car, I'm you know, losing my house. But it's important to you. Right. You know, like you said, if if it if it, a loss is a loss. True. And so if it hurts you, it hurts you. And again, you know, it's a journey. Grief is a journey. Um, I saw a quote that said, grief is a journey that everyone travels at their own pace. And so you kind of touched on it. Let's talk a little bit more about the types of loss. Because one of the big things that I think we focus a lot, like we said earlier on, Um, loss in the sense of death or grief in the sense of death. But there are a lot of people out here that are grieving people that are still living. Mm. (laughs) What do you mean by that? What I mean is, like you mentioned, you mentioned the divorce. Mm -hmm. You mentioned a friendship. And so there are people that are grieving people that they're not dead because if the person was dead, yes, that loss would be there, their grief would be there, but there's, it's final, right? There's really nothing you can do about it. I read a quote that said, one of the hardest things you'll ever have to do is grieve someone that's still alive. And I think that that is because it's like that person is still here. So you don't count it as a loss. People don't count it as a loss. loss, But it's like, but but you've lost the connection or the contact or whatever, the association relationship with that person. So go back to that, as we talked about early, mourning Mm. isn't outer expression, right? Mm -hmm. It's an outer expression of our feelings and emotions that's deep inside. When we don't even know we're having feelings and emotions because, as you said, the person is still alive, we don't even realize Mm -hmm. that we're going through those same steps of grief Mm -hmm. because, well, we don't don't acknowledge that it because it's no death, no physical Mm -hmm. death has taken place. We don't even think that we should be, right, because there was no physical death we don't think that we should be allowed. Like, why am I even feeling this way? So we won't even categorize it as grief. Right. You know, but like that quote said, I think that that's, it's hard because like I said, when someone has physically gone on and they're no longer here, um, they're dead, you know that there's a, fun, uh, it's final, you know, but then when they're still here, it's like this person is walking around, they're existing, but yet, the connection is lost and I can't even talk to them or I can't even, you know, be with them or whatever it is. It's just not the same. It's just not the same. And so, yes, because there are some people that are still in your life. Mm -hmm. You know, they're still in your life, but you're grieving the way it was or the connection that you had. And so um, what we want to talk about with that, with grieving people that are still alive, is that it's okay to grieve the loss of a relationship that didn't work out. Even if you know that it not working out was for your good, Again, it's okay to grieve, you know, the loss of that relationship. It's okay to grieve, you know, um, the loss of a friendship that you know had to end or that you just grew apart. Mm-hmm. You know, um, I know people who had like childhood friends that they were really, really close to. And, you know, as they grew and became adults and things like that, or it's even as they became teenagers, they still yearn for that because that person was such a significant person in their lives. And they they yearn for that. They grieve that. They wish that they could have that closeness once again with that person. So it's okay to grieve the loss of a friendship that had to end. 
It's also okay, and you 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 speak about this a lot um, when you talk about seasons, mm-hmm. especially of yourself. It's okay to grieve the old you. Yes. The old you. And that, yes. and just because you miss the old you, mm-hmm. you love the old you, that doesn't mean you have to be the old you. I don't you. mean the, the old you is <laughs> right. a good you for today. Right, right, right. Every, so. Everything's changed. And so even though friends and family may be like, well, where is the old? Where's where, the party yeah, you? Yeah, where whatever. is whatever it was. Uh, yeah. You have to accept uh, life changes right change in development i can't stress that enough Mm -hmm. and so we have to understand that that old you no longer serves the new you right that new you Mm -hmm. uh cannot continue to go back to your old ways now some good things should happen with that you know what i learned when i when i talk to people about this is they're not emotionally angry or hurt or certain things as they might have been in the past mm-hmm. because this new you like we talked have about you it, evolved you've yeah, grown it, it has changed you right. so you a know, lot of times we're grieving the quote-unquote old you you know that version of you that doesn't exist anymore it's tied to other things like freedom for instance like i've heard parents say you know especially new parents um where they love the life that they have now but every now and then they're kind of still grieving and missing the old them that yeah. didn't have to get up for feedings or that or eat that <laughs> them and their partner could go out on a Friday night and just not come home until 5 a.m. or just get up and go. Like we do um, road trips at the drop of a dime, you know. And so it's not that they are unhappy with their current reality sometimes. They're just grieving like even the freedom that they had or just kind of, you know, the old uh, carefree Right. A uh, version I, of them at times. I would say shout out to Team No Sleep. So <laughs> Team No Sleep is is a group, uh, especially with my cousins, and we would go out of town mm-hmm. to different places. Well, we, I mean, we, yeah. It's changed, though, because mm-hmm. we used to be able to day parties, night parties. We slept no time when we were in That's Vegas and those trips. Team no sleep. Exactly. But that was in our 20s and 30s. Mm-hmm. <laughs> as, as we have evolved yes. and changed. We like, please, mm-hmm. we need to change the name. We will sleep. I told you, I am team <laughs> will sleep. But yeah, I remember. We can't do, uh, you know, physically, mentally, you yeah. just can't do those things that you want was. It, it it sounds good, but the reality, that that's the key we're talking about. And, and some of us got to grow up. We got to mm-hmm. stop trying to be that same 20, 30-year-old when mm-hmm. we have changed and when we've got older and we've matured, it's okay it to let it go, to mourn that <laughs> and, and and find your new, though. Yes. The thing is to find the new. You know, just even recently, I was talking to a couple of people about, and this is like for me, too, just um, sort of grieving your, you know, the former state of even your body and just the things that you know that you used to could do um, like you're talking about staying up late, you know, or eating uh, bad food. I was going to say eating uh, certain things. Certain As you things, get older, you like, just can't eat. Oh, my God, I just can't eat that anymore. No. You know, I was talking to, I was literally talking to someone about this that it's like, oh, I used to really enjoy eating this or that and I can't do it anymore. Or on those times when you're a team no sleep and you're up all night and you are leaving a party or something and you go and you get food at 2 a.m., 3 a.m., I can't eat late like that anymore. Right, right. You know, my body just won't do that. 
or even just activities that I could do physically, like physical activities that would come easy to me. Um, they don't come as easy anymore. Or just, listen, I, I, I'm i not saying, I, don't, I wouldn't say grief is a strong word for it, but I am very aware that my metabolism is not the same as it used to be. Because and you that, acknowledge. Yeah, I acknowledge Many people it. don't acknowledge. And, um, you know, just so just the things that I used to do or like if I used to eat certain things, even if it's because a lot of them just affect me physically, like we're talking about, and I just can't <laughs> do it anymore. But even the ones that don't, I am very cognizant of the fact that I just need to slow down on it because my metabolism is just not the same. Right. You know, and so even that grieving, like that's part of grieving a different version of yourself. Um, but it's also okay, again, someone that is living, it's okay to um, to grieve dealing when you're dealing with someone with dementia or addiction. Because a lot of times when so a person is dealing with dementia or addiction, yes, they may be physically here, but they're no longer there or your connection is yes. not the same. The relationship is not the same. So you can grieve. It's okay to grieve in that situation as well. Yeah, when when people are going through and they're not the same as they were because of whatever. It could be not just dementia, any kind of sickness mm -hmm. or illness yeah. that that has their it changes you. not the same person, not the yeah. the you know, some sicknesses cause uh cognitive changes as well. And so they may not be that talkative or happy-go-lucky mm -hmm. person that they was. That doesn't mean they don't care. That doesn't mean they don't love you. Yeah. But they're going through some things, and we we have to respect that. And so you may be grieving that we don't associate like we used to. We mm -hmm. don't hang like we used to. We don't talk like we used to. We can't like do the used things to. we used to do together. Yeah. And so it's okay, though. Things. Yeah. Another type of loss, though, we talked about, you know, grieving people that are alive. But another type of loss is um, people that are grieving the hopes, dreams, plans that they have for themselves and their loved ones. I saw a quote that said, grief isn't always about what you had and lost. Grief is also about what you wanted and never had. Ooh, powerful. Ooh, and I that really, is something. And I really like that when you are grieving, you know... Um, when I want it to be when I grow up. Yeah. Or that car or I wanted. I mentioned this or... to you, though. On a, you know, I mentioned this to you recently that for people that, you know, I knew someone in particular who was struggling in a relationship with a parent. Um, they really, the relationship was really non-existent. And that was a struggle for the person. But as long as the parent was alive, there was hope right, that they were going to, maybe at some point we can Get develop together. a relationship, we can, mm -hmm. you know, but then that person died. And so once that person died, now that hope is gone. And the person wasn't really grieving the person's death so much. They were grieving what they never had. They had a hope that maybe there's a chance. There's always a chance that we can develop a relationship, right? And so now... They are grieving what they never, what they wanted and never had, like the quote said. Now, isn't that, don't we see that a lot, even at funerals around uh, when somebody physically dies? You know, people are not always, not always crying or sad because they just lost the person. You'll see many people, children and siblings and parents really grieving because 
I never made my wrongs right. Or, you know, I've seen, yes, I've seen that. Um, But I've also seen people, like you said, not even the person in that aspect, but what's not going to happen as a result Mm -hmm. of that person being gone. They're grieving that, you know, opportunities that will not be there or situations or celebrations or what's not going to happen. So hope, you know, or like the quote says, what you wanted and never had. So um, I've seen that, but because of that, people are grieving. Sometimes people are grieving the life that they did have in the past, right? So you are living this life or whatever, and for whatever reason, you're not anymore, whether that is because of, you know, financial reasons or, you know, relationships ended. And so you're not living the life that you had. Or like I talked about with the parents, you know, it's kind of like I'm not living that party life anymore. I can't just get up and go or I can't just go out for cocktails after work whenever I want because I know I need to get home because now I have these kids. I have, you know, so they're grieving the life that they had. And even on the other end of that, we've seen where empty nesters, Mm-hmm. Uh, they 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 yep. always wanted this family and they wanted this life and they wanted these children and they did that and now you know the children are gone and that was their life mm-hmm. that was their life so they're grieving to a part because you know they're not feeling needed and wanted and mm-hmm. desired anymore and that was a dream that was a plan for them yep. to be this great parent there are people that are grieving marriages that I know it's two ways. There are people that are grieving marriages that ended. And so, you know, it's like, because this was the the dream. This was what I had planned for myself. No one gets married with the intention to get divorced, right? right? So when you get married, you have a plan that this is how this is going to be. You know, this is how my life is going to pan out. And so there are people that are grieving the end of marriages. There are also people I've experienced who were um, in, let's say, long-term relationships, or even people I know that were engaged, but they did not end up getting married for whatever reason. Mm -hmm. And so they are grieving the fact that they had already planned and envisioned this for themselves. I was supposed to be, in their mind, I was supposed to be married to this person, and we were supposed to have this life, and now we're not having it. And they are grieving that. Have you seen that? Oh, yeah. I've seen many people that go through that, and it's like so many times you have these long-term relationships, Mm -hmm. then these long-term engagements, and all of these things, and then it just never comes to pass. And so the persons that's in grief, you know, are really having real issues with this life, as you said, that That they they envision for themselves. And it just never, and then what's so funny is, when do you realize that, though? I mean, how long in a relationship do you realize that? Because I know some people that are still in relationships, but that marriage or that life is not happening, and they're still waiting. Oh, they want it. They still desire it. They're in the relationship, and they want it, and, and it's not. And, and and maybe the significant other maybe have told them it's not going to happen. We're not going to go there. We engage, but we're not getting married. But they're still holding mm-hmm. and hoping uh, my experience from the people that I know that have been there was it really was more of when the re- the relationship ended for some reason. Like, we've been together a long time. I, sp- I spent all this time in this relationship or, you know, we got engaged or whatever the case. We had children, whatever the case. And 
now the relationship has ended. So now it's like reality that the life I envision for myself, not at least this part of it, it's not going to happen. And they're really grieving that loss. But also... Um, you see, my thing is, and I agree to that, but then there's people that all the things were said, all the things was done, but they're still believing. Uh-huh. Absolutely. They, they have not faced people the People were fact truthful with them. That it's over. Yes. They yeah. just, they just, they have not... But they just had it set in their mind that this is what's going to happen. And when it didn't happen, it's still a loss. Yeah. Because it's a loss of a hope. It's a loss of a dream. It's a loss of a vision, a plan that you have for yourself. Um, but when we talk about people grieving the life that they envisioned for themselves that didn't happen, that could look like anything. It's yeah. not just relationships. It's, oh, I'm going to have this type of career or I'm going to go to school. You know, um, I'm going to get a degree. I'm going to do this. I'm going to do that. And if it doesn't happen, sometimes people grieve that. You know, people grieve the opportunity we were talking to um, someone recently, and she is still grieving the fact that she never, she always really wanted to go to college, and she wanted to get a bachelor's degree. And although she was able to achieve a lot of things, you know, in her life um, and help a lot of people, that's something that's still with her. And she's grieving, you know, the fact that, and it's still possible for mm -hmm. her. She can still do it. But she's grieving the fact that she didn't do it way back when, mm -hmm. the way she had planned. Exactly. And so her life in that aspect did not go the way she planned. But let's talk about there are people that are not only – we've talked a lot about how people are grieving the hopes, dreams, plans, the life that they had envisioned for themselves. What about especially parents? You see this with parents sometimes. There are parents – that are grieving the life that they envision for their kids, that their kids are not living. So let's say you just already planned. You had planned your kid life out like, oh, my kid is going to college. My kid going to do this. They're going to do that. And then they get a, become an adult and they're like, but that's not what I want. Mm -hmm. And they just do a different path. I've literally seen people, they are grieving the life that they envision for their kids True. because their kids are not following the path that they desired for them. Is that, that something you Oh, seen? yeah, that's true. I've seen that. Uh, and you got to understand that. Trust me, you got to understand that. After a while, you have to let your children become the adolescent slash adults mm -hmm. that they choose to be. Mm -hmm. uh, you cannot say, because I'm a dentist, you're going to be a dentist. Right. Uh, I'm an uh, accountant, you're going to be an accountant. And you, we definitely can't go to the point you're going to go to this school, you're going to get this job, you're going to marry this kind of person. Mm -hmm. We we. I know. I know many parents that... I do. I, I know a parent that their child is an adult child in their 30s right now, and early 30s, and um, amazing. She, you know, she turned out amazing. She's an amazing woman. But, you know, she was a teenage mom. And so, of course, that was rough. So her mother, you know, like any mom, she didn't want that for her because she just knew it was going to make things harder for her. And it mm -hmm. did. But... She was a teenage mom, but she managed to, um, she, her mom wanted her to go to college. So that was a big thing. She was concerned when she got pregnant, but she still managed to go to college. It didn't look the way right. that her mother thought it would look, but she managed to go to college and she has a career and she's taking care of the child and her life is good, but it's not the life. It's been harder for her than what her mother wanted. And it's still not the life that her mother envisioned for her. Right. And so while her mother is proud of her, and loves her, she still struggles with the fact that, you know, 
you, this is not the life that you were supposed to have. Right. You should be further along in life based on the life that I envision for you. So, yeah, I've seen a lot of parents do that. But another type of loss that you mentioned earlier, and I think this is one that sometimes people kind of deem as superficial, it's the loss of people are grieving material things. You know, oh, I lost my house. You know, my house was foreclosed on my house, whatever. You know, your house was in a hurricane. There Fire, are people yeah. that natural disasters, they yeah. lose, you know. And um, so people are grieving that, you know, I lost my house or I lost my car or I lost my job, you know, um, I lost access to people. I've seen people because they lost the job or because they lost a friend or because they got a divorce, they no longer have access to certain groups of people True. or um, activities or luxuries that they had in the past. And they're grieving that. And those are, you know, COVID, people were grieving travel. Mm -hmm. There are some people that really travel a lot and really use travel as a form of self-care. And so there were a lot of people that were grieving travel or just, during the pandemic. Know, some people are just grieving COVID. <laughs> I mean, they're grieving and they want back. 2019 mm -hmm. and what well, we you, did you before know, not that. You to get me started on that. There uh, are a lot of people that are grieving 2019, literally their old way of life. Right. Whatever that was, whatever exactly. that looked like for them. And so, like we just talked about, there's so, you know, many examples of different types of loss. Um, there's so many things, like even good experiences sometimes can remind us of our losses, right, and cause us to grieve. Because you could be watching someone, you could be at a wedding, mm -hmm. and you could be so happy you know, for that for couple person. and you're seeing them and they're so happy and so in love and you're happy for them. But then it can remind you of your loss, right? Mm -hmm. If you are a person that's grieving the loss of your marriage or the fact that you thought you were going to get married and it didn't happen. Um, so even good experiences or you being out um, traveling, you know, and you having like an amazing experience that can still cause you to grieve a person, a friend, mm -hmm. a person you're in a relationship with because you're like, they're not here. They would normally be experiencing this, Sharing with, this me. with me. Yes. Yeah. So And that person doesn't always have to be gone or, right. or pass. Exactly. Yes. They're just not there or not in your I life anymore. You don't have that connection for whatever reason. So I think one thing that we need to know is that it's okay to, you know, simultaneously know that a season or a relationship ending is for the best, but still grieve the loss. Yes. You know. So what we have to do is acknowledge whatever it is. Mm -hmm. uh, we, we we talked about a lot of things in this in this podcast today, but we wanted you to realize that loss, mourning, grief can come in many forms. It, it is not just the passing or the death of a loved one. So the first thing we need to do, no matter what it is, acknowledge the loss and allow yourself to grieve. Mm -hmm. We talked about there is no time limit. There is no season. Uh, you have to just work yep. through your feelings and emotion, acknowledge and accept the loss. I think with the type of losses that we're talking about today, I think that's really important. Acknowledging it and allowing yourself, basically giving yourself permission to grieve and say that this is an actual loss. Because a lot of times, like I said, people don't even want to acknowledge that, you know, losing your house, losing your car, losing friendship. They're like, well, nobody died. You know, so they don't even want to 
give themselves permission to really loss. exactly. So acknowledging and allowing yourself to grieve, I think, with these type of losses are so important. But then I also think that you need to look for meaning in the loss, especially because with these type of losses, it's not that someone died. People are alive. They're still going or, you know, you didn't get to marry the person or you lost the job. But look for meaning in it. You know, what? what's the purpose behind it? Find purpose in it. Maybe it was for your good, ultimately. So look for meaning in the loss. Positive. Uh, no matter how it looks, find a positive way to go forth and to, to move on. Mm-hmm. Uh, find a way that, you know, gives you meaning to move and not to regret, not, not to, to regret that it happened. Yeah, not not to regret or regret that well, I should have never dealt with that person in the first place. Well, I so should have never dreamed that big. Right. Or I never should have did that. No, don't don't do that. Why did I even you know, yeah. people say, Well, why did I even think to dream that big? Why did I think I can have that? Right. No. You know, I I was always taught shoot for the stars, mm-hmm. you know, and even if you hit the clouds, you're still Keep high. Keep going. Yeah, you you're still <laughs> high, you still made it. So those are the things you have to do. And one thing you love to say is give yourself grace. Yes. Give yourself grace to, number one, you're human. It's a loss. You're grieving. But then also, like you said, with the timetable, knowing that everyone is different and the way that we grieve is different and then the time that it takes is different because it is a journey. So, yes, give yourself grace. Yeah. One thing we want you to do, and we always emphasize this, if you are in some kind of grief, uh, some kind of emotions, some kind of mourning, which you see as an ex- outer expression, and you feel like you are in here longer than you think you should be, mm-hmm. there is a thing called grief counseling. Mm-hmm. Uh, and you can, Or if you feel like you just can't yeah. handle it, manage it, it's too much for you right. by yourself. See counseling. We We recommend that you do therapy and you do that because the whole purpose and the whole goal is we want you to live that life. Yes. We want you to keep living. We want you to keep moving. We don't want you to be just existing. Mm-hmm. And sometimes when when we lose something or someone, we get stuck. Mm-hmm. We get lost. We don't know which way to go. You have to keep living. And that's why we want you to acknowledge it and just allow yourself to actually grieve and feel it and go through it. There's a song by Fantasia where she talks about, um, she's saying, sometimes you got to lose to win. And even though it may hurt, it's just that sometimes you literally have to lose thoughts, feelings, ideas, people, uh, material things to win. And so look for the meaning, like we said, in your loss. But one thing that we know is that only um, time and then truly being intentional by following these steps, seeking um, grief counseling if you need it, is going to help you get through it. So acknowledge it. You know, it's a loss. You're human. It's okay to to grieve um, and to mourn, which is expressing that grief. Yes. But what we want for you is to keep living, as always, to go live, live that, that life, life now. now. Are you a corporation in need of coaching and training? A church or nonprofit that's seeking speakers, coaching, or training services? Conference organizer in need of a keynote speaker? Or a couple seeking relationship, premarital, or marital counseling or coaching? Great. Great. 
You You are are part part of our our Seek Factor. That Life is a faith-based firm that provides speaking, coaching, training, and consultant services. Are you ready to be about that life? That Life specializes in helping individuals and organizations create transformational shifts that help them transition from caterpillars to beautiful butterflies. And we're looking to connect with decision makers who are booking upcoming retreats, conferences, or trainings. We are also available for group or one-on-one coaching and consultant services. Please contact us for a free consultation at livethatlifenow at gmail.com. And remember to live live that that life life now. now.